Welcome to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Bree Brown, a business mindset coach, entrepreneur, and a top competitor in a male-dominated industry. I'm a native Texan, the youngest of all brothers, and a lettuce-hating, wine-loving, curses-like-a-sailor recovering perfectionist. I've spent over a decade building my commission-based career, and my life's purpose is helping other women achieve the same multi-six-figure success I achieved before I was 25. I have a passion for helping women with mindset, money, and manifestation skills to help every young woman realize her full potential. If you're looking for vulnerable conversations, professional development, inspiration, or even a kick in the ass to get you motivated, you have come to the right place. Thanks for checking out the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Now let's jump right in to today's topic. Hey y'all, for one of the first podcast episodes, I wanted to jump into a topic I seem to be talking about with friends a lot, and that is dating yourself. Yes, dating yourself. This is something that I do a lot, and I can't tell you how many times I get told, oh, I could never do that, or wow, you must have so much confidence to be all by yourself in a restaurant, or that sounds really nice, but I just feel like it would be so uncomfortable. Or I'd be afraid that people would judge me as lonely. Y'all, first of all, get over it. Get comfortable getting uncomfortable. (laughs) Dating myself has been life-changing for me. And this conversation comes up so often with a lot of my female friends that I decided this needed to be one of the first few podcasts I put together on mindset, especially as the self-care topic has gained so much in popularity I mean, taking yourself out to dinner as an example may sound silly and trivial, but it speaks volumes about your ability to be comfortable with yourself. So as the topic of self-care comes up, I think a lot of people are doing the things like doing yoga, doing the green juices, doing all of the external things that they can do in order to, you know, hashtag treat yourself, but they're not doing the internal work that goes with that. And a big part of the internal work is getting comfortable with yourself. So dating yourself is a fantastic exercise for you to use in order to really start working on that internal mindset and just checking in with yourself to see how you're doing. And when I say dating yourself, I'm talking only yourself. No phone, no book, no journal, nothing. Just be. And I'm not going to lie. This is a challenge, especially because I'm one of those people that's go, go, go all the time. I'm extremely just hyperactive and I can't ever seem to slow down. I mean, I'm even one of those people that can't keep my hands still. So for me, this is one of the biggest tests I've ever experienced that gauged my self-sufficiency and independence. We live in such a fast-paced world between mobile email, articles, (laughs) it sounds really lame to say mobile emails, between emails, articles posted hourly, text messages, etc. I mean, it's no wonder that finding stillness and intentionally slowing down is so hard for us. And doing it without any distraction to calm that anxious energy, like having your phone or having something to write on, it is even harder. So let's talk about why dating yourself is important. And I went into it a little bit earlier, but the biggest thing is self-love. It helps set a very important narrative and coaches your mind to believe that you are worthy, valuable, and lovable. 
Many of us are aware of this concept, but it's so difficult to put it into practice. This is where dating myself has become a saving grace. Unfortunately, being, eating, living alone is such a social taboo in our Western world that it's often confused with loneliness. And a lot of people worried about being judged for enjoying their solo time. Thankfully, the concept of self-care has become so popular with the hashtag treat yourself. But again, people are mistaking this for self-love when they're not actually doing the work. The good news is that the more you intentionally sit with yourself without any distractions, the easier and more enjoyable it's going to become for you. Will it feel awkward at first? Hell yeah, guys. It's uncomfortable. You're sitting there. You're just like, oh, shit. I feel like I'm crawling out of my skin. And I mean, I remember at one point, I'm pretty sure I asked someone for crayons in a kid's menu just so I had something to occupy myself with. That's actually really embarrassing. I shouldn't, I should probably cut that out. (laughs) So you can always start off small, right? You don't have to jump right into an hour long dinner with yourself at a popular restaurant where you'll likely get tons of weird looks from people that eventually causes you to pull out your phone just to quote unquote, save yourself. Instead, prepare a nice meal for yourself at home with a bottle of nice wine that you've been saving. Just make sure you don't plop yourself in front of Netflix. It doesn't have to be dinner. I mean, maybe you just make yourself a nice cocktail, you go outside, and you just sit. And you're like, this is me dating myself. You have to put it in your calendar because otherwise you won't do it. Treat yourself with the same respect you would give someone else on that date, right? So that means that when you set a time, you stick to it. Don't go calling friends, calling your mom, texting people, going live on Facebook, none of those things. You set the time that you're going to date yourself and you go and you commit to it because the commitments you make to yourself are the commitments you make to your success, to your mental health, to your being. So if you're using my example of having dinner with yourself, really get into it, right? So set out some candles, sit at the table, set a placement out. You know, If you have like special silverware plates you like to use when important people come over, get that shit out. You're important. Love yourself. And just take in the moment of preparing for and serving yourself and only yourself and putting yourself first. Love it. Enjoy it. Do not take it for granted. One of the first dates I ever took myself on was to the movies. And I didn't intentionally do it, to be honest, but I'm going to count this one and kind of pat myself on the back for it. It's really what kickstarted this whole movement for myself. And what ended up happening was that Evan didn't want to go see a chick flick. And I wanted to go anyway. So I was of the mindset of, well, I don't need no man. I'm going to do what I want. So I went and bought a ticket and the really nice reclining chairs at a local theater. And I went anyway. And I made this ordeal extra special by bringing a mini bottle of wine, chocolate covered almonds, and my throw blanket. And I was 100% that person that you judge in the theaters when they like seem to be pulling everything out of this huge purse. And you're like, oh, okay, really? I was in a very different time in my life. <laughs> and it was great. And I felt oddly accomplished and proud when I got home. Just the fact that I wanted something, went after it, made plans with myself, stuck to it, did it, had a great time, came home. It felt really, really good. And I know that it was right. And I know that that's something I should do more because of how good it felt. Since then, I have tried to expand on this concept. Not only do I take myself on small dates, but I have taken myself on full-blown motherfucking vacations. And no, Evan is not invited when I need a vacation with me. And no, he doesn't worry about it. I get asked that a lot too. People are like, oh, isn't he worried that you're traveling on your own? Or aren't you worried about leaving him at home alone? If y'all have that kind of question, this is like a whole nother podcast. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it, but like that's a red flag. If you don't have that trust in your spouse to where you can go on vacation or they go on vacation and you're worried about what the other one is doing, 
maybe you should do some inner work and question whether or not that's a red flag for you in your relationship. That's a whole nother podcast. Like I said, I, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, rabbit trail, whatever it is at this moment, but we're going to dive into that in terms of talking about relationships at a later point. However, this is me giving you like a little nugget. If that's something that you would ask yourself, maybe you should ask yourself why you're in that relationship. Okay, let's go back to the dating yourself. One of the best things I ever did for my personal growth, and this is going back to the whole taking myself on vacation things, I couldn't afford to study abroad. And so what I ended up doing was manifested a way in order to get to Europe and live off of a very limited amount of money that I earned while working internship. And I decided that instead of, or since I could not study abroad, I was going to backpack Europe. I was determined to do it and I wanted to do it for as long as possible. And I wanted to do it alone. It was terrifying, exciting, thrilling, calming, wonderful. I was put in awe all the time. I mean, all of those things at once and more. But as you can imagine, I rarely had a dinner date outside of the occasional conversation with some gentleman at a bar or something. And granted, they would have many stories, which were extremely entertaining. And I loved being able to interact with the locals in that way. And it allowed me to test my language skills and really put myself as someone that was staying at farms nearby a month at a time here and there. It allowed me to just develop relationships and really get to know the people in the local areas around Italy. So I really loved that part. But after a while, I got tired of making small talk or taking food to go or sitting at the bar or eating in haste that I wouldn't look lonely because I still had that fear, even though I'd introduced myself to the idea of dating yourself, it's hard to do this consistently and to really get into the habit of it. And for a while, the first few times you do this is going to be awkward and you're going to be uncomfortable with it. Even though I'd already done it at this point, I was really, really putting myself outside of my comfort zone because not only was I in an area where I didn't really know anyone other than the people in my immediate farm and a few locals I also didn't really know a whole lot of people in that country and I wasn't fluent in the language. And so all of these things were coming up for me as something that felt vulnerable and it just made it dating myself a little more difficult. So I feel like that trip in general just really helped me embrace this concept because of how uncomfortable it was to do it there. And I thought, well, hell, if I can do that in Italy when I'm feeling very vulnerable, sure as hell I can do that here back at home. So my months of traveling solo forced me to address this insecurity of not wanting to date myself and look at head on. So by the end of the journey, I learned so much about myself, much more than I knew was possible. I learned that I value and treasure my me time, and I valued it so much that I found myself opting for quieter hostels and dinners alone instead of joining other people my age for drinks and whatnot. And I also learned that I am comfortable being on my own because that journey was the first time I ever experienced something so significant entirely alone. As I said earlier, I did not have a single contact or friend on the entire continent when I stepped foot off of my flight. Talk about terrifying. That was an extremely valuable tool and it forced me to learn to trust myself. But the professional growth that came from this life-changing experience was that I learned that it was okay if I am all I'll ever have. And that is what dating yourself really helps you embody. More than anything, the journey taught me that I don't need anyone to survive. And once I got to that place, it was so wonderful to fill my life with the people that I wanted. And the most important lesson that I had to learn at this point in my life was that I didn't need a man to be happy. And there's more on that story later. And it's okay to say that I don't need my husband. 
I mean, I want him. I love Evan and I want him in my life as my husband, but I don't need him. And he knows this and he doesn't need me. And that's exactly how I want it. As long as this is the case, I know that I am living and loving the best version of myself, no matter who she is at the moment. And I'm not trying to mold this version of myself to make anyone else happy or to fulfill the idea of the perfect partner that my spouse might want. And I'm so glad that I really learned that lesson much more thoroughly while I was there, because when I came back from Italy, Evan and I got married shortly after, within two years. And after that, we found out that my parents were getting a divorce, which really hit me pretty hard because they were married for, I think, 34 years. I should probably know that off the top of my head, but I don't. And what I realized in watching my parents go through this was that I really felt that they lost themselves to each other over the years that they were together. And you hear a lot about empty nesters that end up divorcing once kids are out. And I think a huge part of that is because they don't embrace their own individuality outside of each other, even when they have kids. And I know it's got to be harder once you have children. I mean, I'm just a pit bull mom, so I can't really speak to that right now. But I know it has to be hard because it's even hard for Evan and I to really make that individual time for ourselves. But because it's a value of ours and it's something that we find so sacred, we make sure that we find the time to do that. And I have no doubt that it's going to get harder if and when we choose to have a family. But it is so critical. It needs to be one of those things you prioritize. It needs to be up there with your health because really it is health. It's mental health, right? Dating yourself doesn't have to be just dinner. Maybe you take yourself to a dance class. Maybe you take yourself to a pottery class. I mean, you can get really creative with this concept. The world is your oyster. Do whatever you want. Just find something that makes you happy and that is for you. That's you taking yourself out. Because if you at any point lose connection with yourself, it's so much harder to connect to someone else as well. And for my parents specifically, I mean, again, I think that they both fell out of having their own interests outside of each other. And then they were frustrated that they couldn't find things to do with each other. And everything just kind of snowballed and resulted in their divorce. So I think it's critical because I think that every relationship needs to have two interdependent people, not codependent people. And I think dating yourself is a huge, huge, huge part of that. So I will use dating myself now just to check in with myself every so often. I date myself to see how I'm doing. I want to continually create that energy about me, that confidence, because that's also attracting like-minded people, right? As long as I find myself desirable and worth spending time with, so will others. And that is also a beautiful message that we could share. And that is a beautiful example we can set for the next generation of women, our daughters, mothers, friends, truly teaching them You should be fulfilling everything that you need and not requiring a partner, a friend, a parent to fulfill your needs for you. You need to be self-sufficient if you want to be truly happy because you have to provide your own happiness. You cannot put that pressure on someone else because that's how things fall apart. So if you ever see myself or really anyone sitting alone at a cafe or restaurant or whatever, don't just immediately judge them and feel sorry for them and and just assume that they're lonely people. Be proud of them. Celebrate their independence. And if you're with other people and they're making comments about it, change that narrative. Be like, no, hell yeah, that's a boss-ass bitch over there sitting eating dinner by herself. Like, way to go, girl. Date yourself. Hell yeah. Let's make that the new normal. How awesome would it be if we all just go out there, date ourselves, fulfill all the needs that we need, or fulfill all our own needs, 
And then just allow the people that we want into our lives come without putting any additional pressures on them as to what else they need to bring us because we're not enough without them, right? How much more of a healthy place could we be if that's how we approached life? And I can't help but believe that if enough people treat this concept the same way, we will have a much healthier society and people working among us, engaging with us, and supporting us. So to summarize before I go, what I really just want to say is be true to yourself, make time for yourself, love yourself by dating yourself. Thank you guys so much for checking out one of my first few episodes, and I hope you stick around for more as we talk more about mindset, money, and manifestation. Bye! Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes. As always, we would love it if you would share this episode with friends and family who could use the inspiration. As a new podcast show, we would really appreciate your honest feedback so I know what you like and what you could use more of. As a thank you for leaving us a rating, we will send you our seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. Make sure you screenshot your review and email it to us at hello at the T-H-E modern manifestation.com so we can send them straight to your inbox. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at modern manifestation, or you can head to our website at the modern manifestation.com. Thanks again for joining me and I will catch y'all in the next episode.